Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Welcome to Stark or Steak. My name is Aaron, and I am here with Josh. Hello, it is me, Josh. It is you, Josh. This is Stark or Steak. This is our 30th episode of this show. Amazing, incredible stuff. Can't believe we made it, honestly. Can't we can believe we made it? I am Groot. Indeed, indeed you are. (laughs) I press... Press the first button I could find. <laughs> well, look, between, like, dicey schedules mm-hmm. and you being dead half the time mm-hmm. and me being tired half the other time. Yes. It's kind of amazing we've done 30 episodes of these. So there's, like, what, say, between 30 and 90 hours of us espousing the good and bad of the uh, MCU Mostly the good. If we're Mostly the good, yes. Absolutely. It's a, there's not a whole ton of bad. We we pay out on the dumb stuff, but the dumb stuff Absolutely. is also kind of why we love it. So, mm-hmm. so um, cheers. You'll have to believe me that there's alcohol in this. Ah, it's good stuff. Let us now talk this week about Eternals. This is a motion picture. Any, uh... It is. It is a motion picture. Uh, have you got any preliminary thoughts on Eternals before we get into it? Okay, so I remember walking out of Eternals remembering that it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, I thought it was uh, a little slow at the beginning. takes a while to get going. Um, mm. And this time, I felt about the same. <laughs> it takes a little while to get going. Yeah. And then, like, after the first, maybe, like, 40 minutes it's it starts go, going and it's like it's a pretty good movie from that point on i think yep uh i think that's pretty spot on i remember walking out of the cinema the first time thinking that was fucking weird it was good <laughs> yeah but that is unlike any other marvel movie yeah. Before or since. It is. It's its own thing. And, and like It's a real black sheep. If it wasn't for the two mentions to the MCU at large, uh, you wouldn't know at all that it's related to anything in the MCU. Yeah, you could just be like, someone made an off-brand Justice League movie mm-hmm. and it turned out better than the actual on-brand Justice League movie. So, mm-hmm. I agree. You know. It'd it be like that. It do, it do be like that. Uh, so, this film was directed by Chloe Zhao, who uh, up until this point had only made three films, and they're all kind of just dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did win uh, an Academy Award for Best Picture and uh, Best Director, like just before this movie came out for Nomadland. Nomadland. Um which is about a a woman who's a a nomad and she just travels around. That's the whole movie. Um, And, yeah, so, like, going into this movie, there was, like, a lot 
there was a big, you know, there's a big thing around. It's like, well, you've got this Academy Award winning director and everything, and so there was like a thing there's around. There's a lot that. of prestige behind it. Yeah. Um. So, um, Disney and Marvel officials publicly speculated on the film's release strategy because, like, this is around the time that things were going straight to Disney Plus, and you know, yeah. a lot of things were happening. Um. Uh, yes. Uh, Kevin Feige suggested uh, whether it launched primarily in theaters or on Disney Plus would be contingent on the box office performance of Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi proved to be a clear success, so Disney announced days later that Eternals would indeed release exclusively in theaters for 45 days before going to Disney Plus. Um, I will say, like, coming out of the pandemic, the uh, fast track time between cinemas and streaming, love that. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, I also like having a reason to go to the cinemas because if something's just on Disney Plus, I'll probably just watch it there. So I do yeah. like that that lead mm-hmm. time. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean it's it's longer now. I don't. But it is longer, but it's it still doesn't feel as long as it used to be. Because when did Guardians Three come out? Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> I work in a cinema. <laughs> I don't I remember all I these asked. things. <laughs> I remember it when every movie comes out. I don't know. Uh, the 5th of May. And it's only like just come out on physical media, but. I... But it was out on. Disney Plus Disney only Plus got. Like yeah. So it still took a while. Yeah, three months. Yeah. So I guess they're going back to the old ways which is a shame the because ways. they're also cutting physical media here it's a whole thing uh-huh. Uh-huh. although they why do we live in the darkest timeline i don't know i i, I, I really don't think <laughs> this isn't the dark ages so i think we're doing okay overall uh yeah look the the physical media thing is definitely not the worst thing that's happening right now no it's no no indicator of how bad things are mm-hmm uh, so this film earned 165 million domestic in the U.S., um, which is the second lowest-grossing MCU film in the U.S. after Incredible Hulk, which earned 134 in the U.S. Wow. Um, this is also um the okay. So th- this had a lot of controversy and stuff. We'll get to that in a second. Um, This is the first MCU film since The Incredible Hulk to receive a PG-13 rating for sexual content alongside violence. And I'm thinking, where is the sexual content in Incredible Hulk? Uh, There is a bit where... um, Like when they make it out in the bed and he gets a bit excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that really... I think that might be it. (laughs) Does that really require, like... An extra thing, or oh, they make out on the bed a bit, and he gets excited. I mean, I uh, guess I don't know. Do I look like someone who rapes stupid. movies? Stupid. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of rating, Maybe. though. Um. So Gemma Chan, who plays Cersei in this mm. movie, has been in the MCU before. She's she in is. Captain Marvel. Um. As isn't uh, she a character named Athena? No, Minerva. Minerva is the character, which is really funny considering the naming scheme of the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and so Kevin Feige um, 
According to Kevin Feige, Gemma Chan being cast as Cersei was done because he deeply regretted that her talents were wasted in Captain Marvel and wanted to work with her uh, on film on a film once again. Um, wasted in the sense that they, she was not a very big part in that movie. I right, assume. yeah. Not yeah, wasted no. in the sense that that movie was a waste. <laughs> no, no, just the characters just like barely <laughs> yeah. in it. Okay, as long as we're on the same page on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> twisting the words in a different way that he, he means, I think. Um, this isn't the first time we've heard the Celestials either. They're first mentioned briefly in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, when the Collector's Correct. explaining the origin of the universe and the Infinity Stones. Mentioned and shown. Yeah. Uh, and also nowhere is the head of a Celestial. Exactly. Uh, running at 157 minutes, this was this was the second longest running film in the MCU after Avengers Endgame uh, when it first came out. Um but it is now the third longest film after Black Panther Wakanda Forever uh, at two hours and 41 minutes. That was a long movie, man. I it is, yeah. I really forgot how long that is. That is a long movie. Looking forward to that one. I am too. I haven't seen it since theaters, so. Uh, yeah, I've made a point of not watching them again uh, until we do them mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, so lots of controversy about this movie due, due to certain things. Controversy. Uh, so Chloe Zhao um, made some comments about China. That, <laughs> I mean, she's Chinese, so... If she, anyone can. <laughs> she, just, I, she just said things about, like, China's very fake and, like... There's, right, you know, the, what the yeah. what the whole like deal is over there? Sure. Yeah. Um. So yes, there there was no Chinese release for Eternals, at least at the time of writing this. I don't know if it eventually got over there, but the film uh, was banned in Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and uh, Oman or Oman uh, due to the country. Can I take a guess why? Go for it. Is it because of homosexuality? Correct. Uh, due to countries wanting to cut out scenes of uh, Fastus and his husband. Uh, which Disney refused to allow. It was also banned in Kuwait and Qatar. Do you know why that is? It's not. It's not mm. the gay stuff. Does it? Oh, Kuwait and Qatar. I don't <laughs> know. It was banned there due to the countries being against depicting gods and prophets on film. Yeah. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. Um. This is also the first MCU film to receive an 18 plus rating in Russia due to the film's portrayal of a same sex relationship, which is illegal to portray in front of minors in that country. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so, there's that. Minors in Russia got more to deal with than that, I'm sure. <laughs> Everybody in Russia. Every day. <laughs> Every day is a fight for survival, as far exactly. as I'm aware. Um. Yeah, wow. Well, good on Disney for fucking sticking to their guns on those ones, I guess. Because, like, yeah. it's one of the, I want to say one of the better portrayals of a gay character in something that's not, like, about them being gay. Yeah, he just is. and It, the, it feels like a natural thing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, This is the second film, sorry, second MCU film that, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Raman Jawadi. Has scored. Do you know what the first film he scored was in the MCU? Ooh, 
it's not a name that's popping up anywhere in my brain. So I'm going to take a swing and say it was. No, I got nothing. The first Iron Man. Like all. What? Yeah, he scored that. He scored the first Iron Man, and then he just he came back for this one. (laughs) That was it. Fucking all right. What's that? Sixteen years later. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, uh, this is like a plot thing. Um, there were originally supposed to be hints that Druig and Cersei had been romantically involved at some point in the past, leading to tension between them when the group comes to his rainforest home to recruit him. Um, this thread was dropped after Chloe Zhao saw how, uh, how well Barry, uh, Kyogen is, I had to look that, how to say his last name, Kyogen. Is it Kyogen? Yeah. Uh, and Lauren, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And Lauren Ridloff played off each other and decided to develop the relationship between Druig and Makari instead. Which is what uh, Cersei's already got a boyfriend, and she's also with Ic- was with the Icarus. Yeah, there's a, there's and a there's... thing with Icarus, and there's a thing with Kit Harrington. We don't also need her being in a love. It's not a love triangle. That's a love square. square. That's a square right there. But no, because yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's more so... of a love, uh, love shuriken. <laughs> okay, sure, that would have been so dumb. So yes, good job getting it rid of that. Would have been overloaded. Yeah, because like even the stuff between Druig and Makari isn't like overstated. It's just kind of there in the background. Mm-hmm. It's not the focus of anything. Doesn't take away from anything, but it doesn't really like it. Adds a nice little bit of texture to their relationships. But yes. I think um, adding it there would have been dumb. Absolutely. Danny's mentioned to have an estranged uncle in the comic. Said uncle is Nate, Nathan Garrett, a supervillain, and Dane's predecessor as the Black Knight. Um, there you go. And uh, can't wait for that to never be paid off. We'll see. I really hope it is. It's like out of all the dumb things that have been planted in Phase Four, mm-hmm. the Black Knight is one of the big things. From just like, come on, yeah. come on, <laughs> give me the dumb thing. Maybe it'll be in the Blade movie. We'll see. Um, I mean, I mean, the so this ten minutes into the movie, there's a dog. All right, I just saw this bit of trivia and I was like, this is this is it's dumb. What the fuck's there a dog? Um, there's a dog that spots the deviant monster in the water. All yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. The dog that spots the deviant monster in the water couldn't stop wagging its tail during production. During filming. So the tail had to be digitally altered in post-production. We, we gotta we gotta digitally alter this dog to be less happy. He's <laughs> happy to be there, man. Can we also can movie. we also do this and like maybe make him cry a little bit? <laughs> I mean look. I'd prefer them to digitally alter a dog to make them look sad in film than actually make actually it make it sad. sad. <laughs> sure, <laughs> those people belong in prison. Absolutely. All right. So now let us talk about the plot of Eternals. How much time you got? I got all the time in the world. Is that is that a line in a movie? No. I don't know what movie. Maybe I don't. 
In 5000 BC, a group of 10 immortal individuals descend upon Earth to protect humanity from the Deviants. They are the Eternals, who have been sent from their home planet of Olympia on the Domo by the Prime Celestial Arishim the Judge. Throughout the centuries, the Eternals continue to relocate to other growing civilizations and defend them from the Deviants, although they are barred by Arishim from interfering with human conflicts to allow them to evolve naturally. Two Eternals, Circe and Icarus, would develop a close relationship over the centuries, eventually becoming a married couple. Now, this is going to be one of those weird synopses where everything sort of happens at once and then stops happening for a bit and then happens again because... <laughs> it probably, yeah. The structure of this movie does not lend itself to a nice, clean synopsis. No, things are kind of... It keeps flashing back and forward a lot. But um, I do want to say I fucking hate... When a movie opens with words on a screen, I hate nothing more than a movie starting and there's just text. Just read this. You heard and it here, folks. Star Wars, worst movies of all time. <laughs> Every single one of them. Garbage. Yeah. Pure garbage. I mean, if you have a rocking fucking soundtrack behind it, maybe. <laughs> this, yeah, but this does not have that. This is basically silence, practically. It, it is very understated. Um, yeah, I fucking hate it so much. Show don't tell. It's it, it's the number one rule of cinema. Is, Show don't tell. This, and this you, is not even don't tell. This is make them read. Yeah. It's just like, just fucking... Oh. Anyway, I I typically agree, and it's not like we've got. Uh, how long is this movie again? Two hours something minutes. Yep, two it's hours not something exactly minutes. Short. No, it's, it's not, not exactly short. I, I feel like in that runtime we could have figured out a way to make a nice little recap and bring mm. people up to speed without just saying, "Hey, read this, read the foreword, fuckhead." <laughs> yeah, um, learn the law. I just yeah, I I I had it so much. It's yeah, not an it's an it's an auspicious start mm-hmm. to this movie. Yeah, it's also very different to everything that's come before. So you know what, it is fitting in that way, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. Um, I'll I'll say it's better than a, a Nirvana cover song. I'll say it's better than that. Mm, yeah, slow moody Nirvana. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's not much better, but it is better. It is better. Um. Anyway, uh, a very slow start to this movie. It's like they they wake up on the ship and they look out the planet and it's they like speak very robotically to one another. They do um, speak in full sentences, no no conjunctions or anything. Mm-mm. What even is they that? Beat the shit out of some alien monsters, and that stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it is strange they speak English already, but we won't talk about that. Uh, with that kind of thing, I always feel like you just got to take it. They're not actually speaking English. It's just English for our sakes, yeah. viewers. Mm-hmm. It's probably space Greek. Every movie should start like the movie Valkyrie. Have you seen that? Not recently. Brian Singer's Valkyrie. Good old Brian Singer. What a lovely fellow he is. Um, Valkyrie starts with uh, fucking Tom Cruise. And he's like talking German. He's like he's like writing a letter or something, and it's like German. Mm-hmm. And he's like reading it out in German, and it like fades to English. And it's like, whoa, yeah, okay. he's talking German, but he's actually, but now he's English, so you can understand. Every movie oh, should start like that. that for the sake of us. The yeah, viewer. exactly. Or I mean, just go subtitles. 
Yeah, that's good too. I mean, I was being facetious. I was joking about the thing. <laughs> I fucking hate Valkyrie. It's a dumb movie. Fair enough. <laughs> I wasn't expecting strong Valkyrie <laughs> opinions in this. Fuck Brian Singer. X-Men 2 sucks. Suck a dick. What? Oh, now I'm just I'm going extra far. <laughs> I can't tell what's real and what's not anymore. <laughs> I've had a had a couple of these, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could, could do anything tonight. It's crazy. I can't wait till our fiftieth episode where we do hard drugs. Your stream froze, and so I just heard the. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I understood what you were doing. Yeah, no, that, that was for the uh, for the benefit of the podcast audio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> In 1521, the Spanish invasion on the Aztec capital of runs concurrently. No, no, with... oh, fuck. no, no. no. <laughs> Give me your best. How many L's? How many O's? How many A's? And how many T's? Um, there's an E. There's an O. There's a couple of T's, there's an I, there's an A. Some C's? There's a, there's a C and an H together. Is there a Q? There's no Q. No Q? It's an easy one then. Ten, ten Tenochtitlan. Okay, I, I need you to s- copy it and send it into the Discord for me <laughs> so I can take a crack. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. That's a uh, copy. And- <laughs> And then a paste. Enjoy. Has the word plan. Has the word tit in it. Tenoctic plan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know the CH is a, is a hard K. Okay. So Tenochtitlan. All right. Runs concurrently with an attack from the last of the deviants. While fighting them off, Fiend is mad weary. It's spelt weird. It's not just mad yes. weary. It's M A H D for mad, and then W Y. Can't can't apostrophe. Apostrophe. <laughs> apostrophe is the one in the air. Yes, apostrophe R Y. <laughs> oh man! Causes yeah. her. Uh, that makes sense. Causes her to momentarily turn on her allies, only to be stopped by Gilgamesh. The Prime Eternal Ajax offers to cure Thena's affliction at the cost of her memories, but Gilgamesh volunteers to look over her. See, this is like... This is halfway through the movie. This is halfway through the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, volunteers to look over her, conceding with the possibility that she may have to be killed if she turns again. Druig, frustrated, frustrated with how the Eternals have been abstaining from human affairs, deserts them to end the Spanish conflict himself. With the Deviants seemingly eradicated, Ajax releases the Eternals to go their own ways in the years since Icarus would abandon Cersei as the other Eternals await their return to Olympia. So this is just like, it's it's making it's, the movie chronological. Here's the, big, here's the two big things that happen in the uh, in the past yeah. storyline that's going on here. Mm-hmm. And they've just mushed them together at the start. And now I assume the rest of the, mo- uh, rest of the synopsis is going to focus on the modern day stuff, yeah. which is... Fine, I guess, but it really does lose a bit of the impact of the 
the the structure of the movie, which I think is kind of cool how it keeps jumping back and forward, back and forward. Yeah. You get a lot of the like relationship stuff between the Eternals themselves in the past stuff. Mm-hmm. And also some like world building and lore and you know how their names and their powers sort of influenced culture as it went on and all that stuff's really cool. Yeah. But uh probably not going to talk about it all that much if the synopsis is just modern day from now on. And to that point, a bunch of the uh, uh like flashback scenes have some fucking sick action and Gilgamesh is the best. He really is. He's so good. He's such a good character. I'm so glad that he'll be in the next one and also all future MCU related material. Why are you make me sad, man? Um Yeah, this this whole this this stuff here that's talking about also it's cool. I like I like all this throwback to, you know, and they're like giving humans technology and um yeah, like it's cool. It's just fucking it's 2001 Space Odyssey. Now, I I do have just a tiny issue with the old uh, ancient aliens thing. Mhm. Cuz if there's something inherently racist about like you look back, oh, the, the pyramids could never have been built by uh, ancient Egyptians. It had uh, to be aliens like right. or people were just really, you know, like maybe people were really smart maybe people could just do things (laughs) yeah like it doesn't take aliens to do this stuff Mm. the the counterpoint to this i suppose is that the the eternals are still pretty active up until the 40s it seems yeah i mean so i guess it's not just that ancient aliens did it it's just that modern day aliens also did it it's always been aliens as we it's weird seeing the um hiroshima scene after yeah. Oppenheimer's just come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it does. I, I hope Festus was... Uh, the, the actor who played him was also an Oppenheimer just standing <laughs> in the back. That would have been fun. <laughs> That'd be great. Call up Nolan and let him know he has to put him in the director's cut. You fucked up. You made a mistake. <laughs> Every movie's connected in my mind. For sure. In the present day, London. No, that's it's that's that shouldn't be there. That comma shouldn't be there. In the present day, London, Sprite lives with Cersei as she works at a, a museum curator with a romantic interest in her colleague Dane Whitman. One night, Cersei, Sprite, and Whitman are leaving a party when they are attacked by a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> that. That phrasing leaves something to be desired. <laughs> They're fucking deviants roaming around <laughs> London. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. You see in London? <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's Especially like deviants roaming around after you leave the club. Uh-huh. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I laughed. Accosting you with beer and curries. <laughs> I'll take both of those, thank you. Uh, they're joined by Icarus as they fight to eradicate the beast, but they discover that he is able to heal itself. As Whitman is left behind, Cersei, Sprite, and Icarus decide to leave for South Dakota in search of Ajax. At her house, they find her body instead, a victim of an earlier deviant attack. As Cersei mourns over the cadaver of their leader, Ajax passes on the sphere she uses to communicate with Arisham to her. 
With the deviant threat looming, the three decide to venture out to find the other Eternals. Um, yep, that happens. Uh, Icarus yep. is here. He's Superman. He is super Superman without the cape. In all but yeah, in all but name and costume, that man is Superman. It's weird that we get two um, DC references in this movie. Um, to Icarus. Icarus is mentioned as Superman. Yeah, and there was something else. Um, bat, bat. I feel like it's Batman. Oh, oh. Uh, is someone called Festus Batman. No, no, no. Um. Who's the who's the driver for um Oh yeah yeah okay his valet Yeah um, yeah yeah says, Oh yeah like like Alfred, like Alfred yeah Yeah okay that's that is weird <laughs> That is weird Um so we now well, know like DC said, Comics exists is... in the Marvel universe Yeah as a as a property not a <laughs> real thing Yeah um Yeah I don't know it's uh, there's something about this movie that I've never been able to unhook it from the Justice League Mm-hmm. in my brain I'm like yeah. this is just a justice league movie mm. this feels like what if zach Su- zach snyder made a good justice league movie mm-hmm. but then just filed off all the names yeah what if what if zach snyder made a justice league movie that had like color and um and uh also, but not too much color and also like likable characters but not too likable <laughs> i like there's a, lot a couple of, of really likable ones yeah no, I see. I don't know if I agree with that. I I would say that there are a couple that are really likable and may pull mm. a lot of the weight, <laughs> and then the rest Fair of enough. them are just fine. Like none of them are hateable. No, except for one, maybe two. I don't hate any of them. I think they're all uh, they're all fun, and uh, they all have their yeah, own personalities. Well, hate- and hateable is a strong a strong word. Mm. One of them I don't particularly like but he works within the context of the story so that's fine everyone um, else is like they're fine and then gilgamesh is there and he's fucking rad so he's fine which one do you not like <laughs> let's get that out of the way which one do you not like icarus um like Cause, like cause bef- he's before the reveal yeah, before before the thing oh yeah because he's just he's the superman he's right. the captain america he's just kind of mm. boring and you know upstanding guy and you love captain america <laughs> what the fuck yeah because captain america's got some charisma behind him <laughs> <laughs> that's true he, he he doesn't really have much in the this, way of uh, Riz, the as the kids say these days <sighs> yeah uh i don't know uh, icarus works in the sense that he's a an alien robot man uh that never quite got the 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 the, the feel for being human right and that works for him I think that works for the character. Especially after the like reveal. It. Yes, thousand percent. Yeah. I think it works in the context of the film. I still yeah. don't like him. But he is also technically a villain, so Yes. You You're can not supposed to like him. I, I guess you can but you can also um, there are likable villains. Sympathize. So um, I can sympathize with him, sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm, I look, get it. I'm, all enough. I'm saying is he's not super likable. Right. Uh, there are a couple that are really super likable, mm-hmm. but he ain't one of them. Uh, what, what what are your feelings on Druig? I I like I like him a lot, I like, like as a character, uh, uh, but also he's doing questionable things. 
And I, he seems like the kind of guy who would rub me the wrong way if he were a real dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like his attitude because he's kind of doing the right thing, but he's also doing some dirt-ass bullshit yeah. <laughs> along the way. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's he's interesting, maybe mm-hmm. not likable. Right. Um, Sprite's fun, but also mm-hmm. kind of a bastard. <laughs> so... Yeah. Understandably so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the ones I think that are actually likable are Gilgamesh... Cersei, Fina, and uh, Festus. Yes. I yeah, agree. Those are the four. Yeah. Um, I'm glad nothing bad happens to any of them. They all live a happily ever after. But hey, that London uh, action scene's got some neat stuff. You got what about Kingo? Off the powers. Yeah, Kingo's fun. I forget about Kingo because he doesn't... I don't know, he's the flashiest one, and yet he just doesn't do anything that really... He's, he's like, the comic relief a lot of the time. Stuff. Yeah, and that kind of doesn't get to be the interesting stuff. But he does but get he, to he fucking shoot fun. things out of his fingers, he which does is have cool. Fucking laser light yeah. gun, that's fun. And he does the like, yeah, yeah, he's Good fucking shit. cool. Um, yeah, the London action scene's got some neat stuff in there. You got them using their powers, so you got Icarus, who's just fucking Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cersei turns a bus into rose petals. Yep. That's fun. I imagine that was fucking terrifying for the driver, but he just kind of gets (laughs) up and walks it off. (laughs) I remember seeing this, like, and flashing back to my first thoughts of seeing it in the cinema and just being like, oh, God, what happened to the people on that bus? And then he just gets out of the (laughs) room. I'm like, was it just him? There's everyone else. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, yeah, Sprite's doing some magic illusion shit, which is always fun. mm Mm-hmm. Also, can't hear the name Dane Whitman without thinking Walt Whitman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that might just be me. I don't know. That works. Um, yeah. I th- this has ruined my brain. I think uh, a lot of the a lot of the action scenes, is, well, I think, like, visually this movie is fucking great. Um, yeah. And, uh, again, it's, like, the most unique-looking uh, MCU movie so far. Something something I think we level at the MCU a lot is that they have a style to them, not their own style. Yeah. This one's definitely got its own style. Mm-hmm. And it's, is, uh, it's what nice. if we didn't shoot everything on a green screen? Mm, what if we went to places and <laughs> what, shot things? What if we took all of these people, put them in a place with a camera, and like they did stuff in front of the camera? Fucking wild. I can't imagine it. Warrior, right, wonder no more. Chloe Zhao did it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Visually, is that why everything's looking. so dark? Uh, it's it's very dark at the beginning of this movie. I will say there's there's a few bits that are quite dark. Yeah, uh, and then the forest scene as well is also kind of yeah. dark. Forest scene, London, and also the uh, Spanish War against the Aztec, all the mines. It's yeah. That bit is quite dark. I will say though, if you thought this was dark, wait till we get Wakanda to Wakanda Forever. Oh my god, I'm, I might actually have to make the effort to view that in proper lighting because <laughs> I, I didn't for this, and I was like, what "The fuck's going on?" <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's talking. I yeah. When, once it, it started and uh, it was like really dark there in the London scenes, I, I turned all the lights off in the in the room and I was like, oh, "This is better." I was a fool and did not do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this will never come up again. Even though I haven't fully watched Wakanda Forever since it's come out, 
uh, on Disney Plus. I ha- I once people were complaining about how dark it was on Disney Plus. I was like, I, it can't be that bad. And I, and I put it on. And it's it's pretty bad. I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, thank God I'm in a dark theater. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I wouldn't see shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. But anyway, but I, I do I do wonder if that lighting thing is a result of shooting on location and having to light things with a whole setup. Yeah, possibly. Uh, I don't know. Or if it's just a visual choice, in which case, fuck me. <laughs> uh, they approach Kingo as he shoots a new Bollywood film, who is hesitant hesitant to leave his life of stardom and rejoin the Eternals. He gives in when he learns about Ajak alongside additional encouragement from his valet, Karun Patel. I say Karun. I imagine it's not Karen. How's it spelt? K-A-R-U-N. I mean, yeah, Karun. <coughs> Karun. Yeah, fuck it, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like they never actually say his full name in the movie, but maybe they do. I can't remember. He also tags alongside them to film a documentary for Kingo. The group locates Gilgamesh and Thena in Australia as the latter's weary resurfaces due to a recent deviant attack. Did they mention that it's Australia? I don't remember um, seeing that, like, mentioned. I definitely, like, clocked it as Australia immediately, mm. but I don't know if it was ever explicitly said. <coughs> You'd enough. think that I would know this, because I did watch it less than, like, five hours ago. You would think so. You would but... think. My memory's going bad. I'm dying. You got that mad, weary. Oh, God. Oh, he is dead. He's gone forever. Holy shit. The Mad Weary got him. Josh, come back. Come back from your Mad Weary. That was amazing timing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Every time. <laughs> Every time you get that Mad Weary, you just disappear. After examining Thena's artwork she had painted during her episodes of Weary, which visually sounds like she's watching like a series called Weary. Yeah, yeah. she's like I'm watching painting. my stories. It's just a show I have on while I'm painting. Um, I about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, she painted uh, visualized memories of planetary destructions in the past. Cersei uses the sphere to successfully establish a connection to Arisham. The Prime Celestial reveals to Cersei that Olympia does not actually exist. Instead, he had engineered the Eternals in the World Forge. He had also created the Deviants to eradicate Earth's apex predators and allow intelligent life to thrive. But a critical design flaw led them to evolve and become predators themselves. That scene is where I sent you the uh, paraphrased Simpsons quote. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, now we're just going to... Don't we have a deviant problem now? Yeah, we'll just make the Eternals and send them after them. <laughs> and now we're overrun with Eternals. Ah, but that's the beauty of it. We have these gorillas that thrive on Eternal meat. <laughs> and we just got gorillas. Ah, but then we just wait until winter and they all die off. Yeah, it is Arishim just... Arishim is not the most forward-thinking celestial. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I created these things. We'll make something even stronger, obviously. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't just keep making stronger things, Arishim. Uh, That said, Arishim is big 
this is the second or third time he shows up in this movie. And just every time he rocked up, I remember seeing him in the cinema, just being like, fuck me, that guy is massive. I hate this. Yeah. Real cool. It's... I, I want to do a VR experience with Arisham where he's where I'm in his hand and I'm like looking up at him. I absolutely do not want that. <laughs> I have a, as a very large man, I have a mm-hmm. terrifying, like I have, a, I have a horrible phobia of things that are much bigger than me because <laughs> I'm used to being the biggest thing in any given room. Fair enough. <laughs> I am the apex predator. <laughs> oh, hey, since when do uh, museums like have classes? <laughs> Sorry, that, we kind of skimmed over this at the start, but like, what the fuck? I don't know. Is that a thing that happens in London? Uh, all our all our English uh, listeners, hit us up. Let us know, please. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of weird museum school they have in the UK, but um. So a couple of things. I really like the the documentary that Patel is making alongside mm-hmm. their like trip to Australia. Yeah, um, I love Kingo's explanation that he's part of the largest dynasty in Bollywood because his great grandfather, grandfather, father, and yeah. he, who are all the same guy, yeah, just keeps passing it on. It's it's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, also, the idea that Patel like tried to stake him because he thought he was a vampire. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Um, yeah, so they're making the documentary and they're rocking up to Athena and Gilgamesh's house and he's like kind of talking up Gilgamesh and how tough and strong he is. And Gilgamesh opens the door with a nice little uh, kiss the cook apron. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yep, that's the guy we're dealing with. That's the best character in this movie <laughs> right there. Uh, I like um, Gilgamesh and Athena's relationship Dynamic. they have yeah just like this platonic friendship it's and mates who care about each other one's yeah. doing it rough um it's great it, that that whole thing you know yeah it's a dynamic you and... don't see a lot of in uh yeah certainly not Marvel movies but in yeah. movies in general even mm. it's really good yeah and like the way they they perform it you really buy it like yeah. i believe that mm-hmm I don't know if I've ever seen a great Angelina Jolie performance. This might be my, her fav- my favorite of hers. Mm. She is good in the movie. Yeah, I like. I don't think I've ever seen her. No, I've probably seen her in bad movies, but there's none that stand out to me. She's fine. She's a non-entity in my mind. I don't like think about Angelina yeah. Jolie that often. Yeah, but this, I'm like, I really like her in this. Mm. So good for her. Uh yeah, this whole um section here where they they have dinner together and uh drink the spit beer and um saliva beer. Fucking what? disgusting. It was a, like uh corn chewed up and fermented in his spit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like <laughs> Kigo's like, what is this? And he's like, I I chew the corn myself and then I ferment it in my own spit. Just immediately just <laughs> And then they're talking later and he goes to take another drink of it and spits it back <laughs> out immediately. He's like, Can you can you get rid of this spit beer? <laughs> that is also the scene where uh Gilgamesh is making fun of Sprite for being a kid forever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And she puts him in the baby outfit. Baby <laughs> onesie with the fucking Gilgamesh on the Gilgamesh on the bib. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. <laughs> Uh, this is also our first uh, hint that this is an MCU movie because uh, uh, Sprite brings up the fact that uh, Captain America and uh, an Iron Man are no longer around. This is our second mention of MCU properties outside. Okay. What was early on? Dane and Cersei are talking, and they're talking about moving in. And mm-hmm. she says, I can't move in. And he, like, they talk about it, and he's like, Oh, you're a wizard, aren't you? Like, Doctor Strange. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, so there is that second. mention as well. It's not right. as, it's not as uh, impactful as this one, because this is a big one. They talk about, like, now that Tony Stark's gone and Captain Rogers is gone, who's yeah. going to lead the Avengers? That's like an actual question that people have. Yeah. Because we don't fucking <laughs> st- know. Still have. Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, and yeah, Icarus is like, Yeah, I could do it. And everyone like could barely lead us. Nah, bro. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All right, Boy Scout. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, this this whole this is when the movie really picks up for me. Anyway, I think so. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's had intermittent action because it'll always pop back to the past. We can get some eternal on deviant beatdowns. Mm-hmm. Doing some cool shit. Yeah. There is. This is probably the most talkative MCU film. Uh, definitely. Absolutely. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is no. definitely talkative. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. It is. Hoping to delay the emergence, they find Druig in an Amazon village in hopes that he could be able to utilize his telepathy to render Tiamat the communicator dormant, but he is hesitant to help them. At night, they are ambushed by the Deviants and fight to defend them off, Icarus and Cersei are viciously attacked by one of the beasts, but she uses her powers to transmute it into a tree to everyone's surprise. As Thena begins to fall insane again, uh, Gilgamesh rushes to her side. However, this allows the deviant leader Crow to attack him and absorb his his powers, gaining a humanoid figure, intelligible speech, unlike me, and his memories. (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, what a bummer. Oh, but first, before we get to that, fucking this whole fight in the forest is really fucking good. It's so well yeah, shot. It's really cool shit. And it's brutal as fuck. Like, the People Deviant... People thrown through houses and shit. Yeah, like, uh, Deviant lands on uh, Icarus and is, like, holding his head down. He's, like, trying to, like, get him with his laser eyes and he just can't. Um yeah. And hey, how deep is that pool that Cersei gets pushed into? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Because I have too. questions. Because immediately after that, she's standing in there with the deviant tree, <laughs> and it's like coming up to her knees. <laughs> but when they fall in, she's like a good, like, yeah, meter and a bit under the water. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. I had the same I have questions about the depth of water. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this this whole scene's great, and um... Kingo with the fucking slide and head blast, mm-hmm. fucking sick. Everything yeah. Gilgamesh does, every time he punches a monster, I'm just like, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. really good punches. And um, Druig's like controlling everyone with their shotguns. Oh yeah, and they're all like aiming, firing, reloading at an instinct. Yeah, creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh... 
yeah, this this whole forest fight scene is really good. I really like this scene a lot. She wasn't uh, so dark. Yeah. If if only. But it does make the like light weapon effects uh stand out a bit more. It does. So, I mean that's that's something. HDR has put to good effect in mm. a lot of this movie. Uh, but yeah, Gilgamesh gets taken out. Also brutal, the the way they f- fucking... Oh yeah, he's like strung up <laughs> yeah. and getting his life force like sucked out of him and Athena's there having a rough time. <laughs> yeah. She's just watching. She's just like... Having a, having a bit of a breakdown. Fair I'll just enough. watch this and I guess I'll have a cry about it later. I mean, yeah. I had a cry about it then. <laughs> uh, because the most likable character in the movie was gone, and like, it's it's rough. But mm-hmm. They definitely made the right choice because if they killed anyone else, I would wouldn't not care have cared half as much. No, absolutely. Like, Cer- Cersei, I wouldn't believe it because she's clearly the main character. Icarus mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't believe that because he's also a main character. Yeah, Druig, he's cool. I don't necessarily like him at this point, but he's cool, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a shame. We just met him. Yeah. Sprite, they wouldn't kill a child on film. <laughs> I guess. Uh, She's not Kira, technically I a guess. child. Yeah, but she looks like a kid. And yeah. that's enough. I guess. I'm, unless you're an anime fan sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I doubt they would kill the comic relief, so Kingo's safe. And yeah. I mean, like, it really would have just been Gilgamesh or Athena. And either one of those dying would have been like, oh, that's a shame. But they definitely kill like the happier, nicer one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I think I mentioned this last week. It's like from the fucking Joss Whedon school of uh, who are you gonna kill? It's like the one that everyone likes. Which obviously. whichever character everyone empathizes, or, you know, or likes the most is is gonna get it uh, because yep. because then the rest of the movie is like you, you think you know anyone can die if if the the character you like the most dies, anyone can go. It's true. Um, Some real George R. R. Martin shit, except without the uh, the without George R. R. Martin stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah, yeah. Damn shame about that, but yeah, like it's kind. Of, it's definitely the right choice. Yes, I agree. Shame we won't see him again because uh, I love the actor whose name I would uh, absolutely butcher if I tried. Uh-huh. Ma Dong Suk is that? Yeah, sounds great. Nailed it. Anyway, he's great. Mm, he is. He's really good. Um, not for a while, but yes, very good. Before fleeing, Crow pledges to kill the Eternals for their actions towards the Deviants. Uh, with... <laughs> I'll kill you later. <laughs> he says as he's running away. <laughs> I'll get you next time. Uh, with his last words, Gilgamesh successfully gets Thena to remember who she is, curing her of the affliction. Give her she, the old Mufasa. She cured? Remember who okay. you are. Um, I don't think... I mean, she doesn't do it again, cure. but like, also, there's nothing stopping it from happening again. Yeah, I don't know. It's It was all psychosomatic. <laughs> okay. Uh, the rest of the Eternals mourn the loss of their strongest fighter with a cremation, with Thena scattering his ashes in the river. Druig proclaims that he is not powerful enough to affect a celestial, so they head to Chicago to seek out Fastus, uh, who had long abandoned mankind and his techni- 
technological ambitions after his technology was used to create the atomic bomb. However, he has newfound hope for humanity after finding a new life with his husband Ben Stoss and son Jack Stoss. He initially refuses to leave his family but relents after Ben convinces him to fight for Jack's future. Um, It's a weird thing that this... Like, it's not even just the synopsis that does this. The end, mm-hmm. the actual movie does this, where they're like, oh, yeah, Festus has lost all uh, hope and faith in humanity, and mm. uh, he's, he's, he abandoned his humanity long ago, and they show the Hiroshima scene, and then they show him there with the family, like, doesn't seem like he abandoned humanity <laughs> at all, if anything, he's the most in there that any of you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, at some point, he he moved past that <laughs> uh um but also he's still um using his technology to like protect them and um yeah know. making the making the windows uh barrier like light barrier shit yeah definitely not making tables out of uh, vibranium no no that's not doing that that's IKEA 4 collection right there yeah, was or was. I mean, it still is. It's just you know, in two, it's, it, you've got two of them now. <laughs> two of them, and neither of them are useful. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is all all really good. This is a good scene. Like it. Nothing really yeah. more to say about it. It's a nice scene. I, I think Festus, 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 Festus. Been saying Festus. It's P H A. So Festus. Yeah, because it's supposed to be Hephaestus. Right. Um, yeah, so Hephaestus is uh, probably up there for second most likable without just being comic relief and funny yeah. man. Yes. Just because, like, he's the most relatably over it all. Mm-hmm. I am also over these gods and their dramatic bullshit. Yeah. Suck it up. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's really he's really likable and uh, he's... He, does cool tech stuff. I don't know. He, he does this He's a lot. Kind of like God Batman, <laughs> right? Uh, In this Justice League analogy, he is the Batman. <laughs> I was thinking at one point uh, when he's doing some of this hand stuff with the technology. I was like, I want to see what this looks like without the glowy stuff. <laughs> Just you see, see how doing goofy it, it looks. I want to see how goofy and also like how much of it is like pre-planned or if he's yeah, just doing random do shit. He's just making, yeah, I, that's the same sort of thing that I get with like Doctor Strange and stuff, right? Yeah. So anytime there's weird hand movements, are these things that you've practiced before? Mm-hmm. Are these things that someone else came up with? And then we're like, right. okay, here's what you're going to do for this. And there's the meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Or is it like, you're just coming up with this shit on the fly? The only person I've ever seen talk about this stuff is um, Elizabeth Olsen with Scarlet Witch. Yeah, because she's got her, like, fucking, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've never seen anyone else talk about it. But it it's is such interesting. a fascinating part of movies because they are so effects heavy. Yeah. And once you've got the, fit, uh, the finished product up there, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what you're doing with your hands because right. the rest of it, as long as that looks good, you're fine. Yeah. But I do want to see the effectless parts of them just waving their fucking hands in the air. Yeah, same. <laughs> doing their fucking Naruto jutsus. 
heading to Iraq, they retrieve the Domo from an archaeological site and find Makaru residing in the ship. As they are all imbued with infinite cosmic energy, Fastus proposes they channel their energy into Druig and form a uni-mind so that he can take control of the Celestial and stop the emergence. I love the fact that they kept uni-mind. It's yeah, well, so it's goofy. Thing, to name it. It's so Brainstorm goofy. would have been better. Oh, a brainstorm would be good. Um, but not everyone is on board with the plan, with Icarus being the primary dissident when Kingo uh, pledges to remain alongside Icarus up until the end, he recalls his last encounter with Ajax six days prior. She informs him Icarus. She informs Icarus that although the blip brought the emergence closer to reality, the heroics of the Avengers inspired her to doubt Arishem for the first time. But as he remains a firm believer in Arishem, Icarus takes Ajax to a town in Alaska where the deviants trapped in ice were resurfacing due to global warming associated with the emergence. He pushes her into the path of Crow, who absorbs her life force and gains her hyper-regenerative powers. Icarus takes Ajax's body back home before breaking down over what he had done. Um, So, I don't know about you, but before this, before the reveal, I definitely thought Icarus was... I didn't know what it was, but I definitely felt like Mm -hmm. Icarus was not on board. Yeah with what was happening a hundred percent um yeah well he's he's definitely the most robotic of the lot he's kind of a i serve my function and i serve it well kind of guy yeah um definitely get that sense from him but yeah i don't know it's i don't know if i was expecting a full heel turn because mm-hmm. we kind of had a villain right in the deviant crow mm-hmm. but he's pretty absent for most of it he's Kind of just a, a plot point that comes along every so often to be like, ah, oh, I'm back. Yeah. Someone's dead now. Bye. <laughs> Speaking of absent, where the fuck's Makari be? Uh, the fact that she's hardly in this. As she's she, the ship. But also, but also gets to do some of the coolest fucking action. Oh, in yeah. This movie. No, every time she does like the the multiple quick succession like blasts into someone, it's yeah. so fucking sick. God, I wish we had a good Flash movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like the fact that this does super speed powers way better than anything the Flash has done in a DC movie. He doesn't even have to run like a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, doesn't put any babies in any microwaves. Nope. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> it's so difficult being a speedster. Look, even fucking Quicksilver was doing better action scenes than yeah. the Flash. Both That's of true. them. Yes. Either Quicksilver. Either one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um yeah. Oh the 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 speeds the stuff in this movie is, is so well shot. It's, it's so good. Really fucking cool. Legit every time yeah she like hits someone multiple times from the same direction too, just like yeah. she's going back and forth real quick. Yeah. And oh and the sounds of her mm-hmm. hitting things. Yeah. Fucking perfect. It's so fucking good. It's really good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I also like the fact that they incorporated the blip into the, uh, explaining, story. yeah, in explaining why the Eternals, uh, you know, ha- have taken this long why to this is show up now. and yeah, um, it's like, well, uh, we were, uh, everything, every half the planet was gone for five years and it took longer, you know? And we were also told not to fuck with anything, so. Yeah. 
exactly. That's that's how we get around not stopping Hitler. That's it. That's how you get around a lot you of gotta explain, shit. You got to explain it. Every time you have an alternate history thing, you got to explain why you didn't stop Hitler. Yeah, that's it. They, they tried to do it with the Harry Potter stuff. It did not work. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yep. Hey, uh, you find it funny that they finally find Makari, and the first thing they tell her to do is fuck off and find something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. That's funny. Uh, also, interesting uh, choice to... Uh, like, I assume the actress is uh, deaf, yes? Yes, she is. I, okay, I, so... I I was also wondering, and I looked up interviews with her, and she's she's doing sign language the whole time, so... Cool, cool. Well, yeah, I was thinking, like, if she wasn't, it's an interesting choice to make Makari mm-hmm. deaf, yeah. but because she is, then it's cool that they've incorporated that into the character. It's, yeah. Yeah, real neat. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool... Although I do have to wonder about the creation process for Eternals then, mm-hmm. because they are space robots. Yes. I, I got it. <laughs> I got it. My brain can't let it go, but it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's also... You, you need to get s- out ahead of that. <laughs> We also don't know why Sprite is a child, and also, yeah, you, makes yeah, it, I don't makes know. Makes it more easily trustable, I guess. Why are they all different races? Uh, and yeah, no. If you if you go down this line of questioning, it yeah. gets very silly very mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. Yes. Why do they look human? Yeah. At all. I know. We won't, we won't think about it. Don't think about it too hard. This is all just an extension of the, why are they speaking English? Yes, exactly. 5,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And from space. <clears throat> Don't think about it. That's the answer. It's like in the movie Valkyrie. Have you seen the movie Valkyrie? <laughs> no, not recently. Please. See, that everyone in that movie is German, right? Uh-huh. They're supposed to be German, but they're all like white people. They're all like normal, just like American. They're Americans, really. Is it most of them? <laughs> like how you were, you probably should have started with that, and not they were all white people. Because honestly, when I think of Germans, it's kind of the first thing I think. Of. American white people. <laughs> yeah, all those Asian Germans. White Americans in the forties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely didn't think about that. Anyway, <clears throat> let's move on. Uh, where are we? Yep, okay, we did that. Cersei senses the commencement of the emergence, prompting Fastus to send Makari out and find Tiamat, uh, who is at a volcanic island in the Indian Ocean. Druig deduces Icarus's... This, every time... I have to do one of these plot things. We get to the end here and it's just fucking name after name after name. Yeah, it's proper noun, verb, proper noun. <laughs> yeah. Proper noun, verb, adjective, proper noun. <laughs> Druig deduces Icarus's role in Ajax's death and Cersei learns he was made aware That's of their so true mission by Ajax centuries ago. Icarus argues that it is their duty as Eternals to protect the celestial cycle of life so that the universe may continue to exist. When Kiko threatens to attack Icarus, Sprite decides to leave with him. As he does not want to face Arishem but wishes not to fight his friends, Kingo also departs along with uh, Karun. Athena 
convinces Cersei to continue Ajax's mission as her successor and prevent the emergence from eliminating all of mankind. To facilitate, facilitate the Unimine, Fastus takes Cersei's communication sphere and disassembles it to construct bracelets for the other Eternals to wear. Okay, so bracelets for everyone. About... You get a, love. you get a, you get a ring. You get a ring. Everyone's got rings around their wrists. Hell yeah. Um, let's talk about the morality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Is it morally good to stop the destruction of the Earth? If that means that you're not creating other universes, I yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough one because it's like well, is you it? also don't know, you also don't know what is going to be created. Yeah, and you don't know that the Celestials are benevolent, good forces. Mm-hmm. Right, they are. They could just ultimately be fuckheads of the highest order. <laughs> right, but I, I think it's like I think it just comes down to like. One, you're killing billions of people mm-hmm. to create more. You could just not create more. Yes, yeah. And also, didn't we just have a big blowout two movie thing about there not being enough resources in the universe to go around? Mm-hmm. And so you half make more. everyone has to die. You want to make more? <sighs> Idiots. But we're talking about like billions of years like uh, the life has to evolve big red idiot you know as that it's not like life is just going to be right there on the planets immediately it has to evolve it seems like a a short-sighted plan is what i'm saying oh i agree for celestials must be just fucking unbearable Mm -hmm. i agree uh it is yeah, I mean, I yeah, I can see both sides. I don't know, but also I cannot. One of these is a bit too big picture for but me. I I can also understand maybe why the Eternals would want to, uh, you know, not kill everyone on Earth. So yeah. I get it. Yeah, totally. Especially after being there for five thousand years, and some of them being more ingrained in society than others. Exactly. Fucking robot boy Icarus. <laughs> Be a real boy one day. And it's not today. At the island, Cersei, Thena, and Makari lend their energy to Druig and allow him to connect with Tiamat. But Icarus blasts him into a hole and destroys the Domo, determining that Cersei's matter transmutation powers are their last chance to stop the emergence. Makari, Thena, and Fastus confront Icarus to give her cover. Crow attacks the Eternals and nearly kills Makari, but Fastus knocks him into a cave where Thena follows him into. That's a weirdly constructed sentence. Sure is. Sprite projects an illusion of Ajax to distract Cersei before stabbing her with a dagger. As she's constantly mocked for her childhood's childlike stature, Sprite envies Cersei for being able to live a full life among humans, hoping that the emergence's aftermath would allow her to be reborn as a full-size life form. Druig recovers and knocks Sprite out, but he is unable to utilize his powers against Tiamat again, forcing Cersei to face it alone as Celestial begins to rise from Earth's crust. This is like every this is a blow for blow every second of this action really scene. Is. You need to take a break. That's the end of that paragraph. That's the end of that. Okay, well. Man, uh look, I get it. Being made fun of being short for five thousand years probably gets old fast. You'd probably. probably be over it by Day uh, two, at least. 
day two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's great justification for the heel turn on. Let's just blow up the earth. Mm. Because well, I might get remade as something not a kid. That's not her only thing, too. She also has a thing for Icarus. Say. She also has a thing for Icarus. That, ooh, that charisma vacuum Pinocchio boy. <laughs> uh, again, the action, this, the action in this scene is very good. Especially Makari. The Justice League fights Superman is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's fucking going for him. There's so much cool shit happening. Oh, Makari, could you... like, Dust Cyclone is fucking sick. Could you imagine Could you that? imagine if the Justice League fought Superman and could... it was fucking hype to watch? Could you imagine... I can't. <laughs> could you imagine a movie where the actual Justice League fights Superman? Could not. It and then... seems so far-fetched. Could what if they... Well? What if they made like a four hour one? Could you imagine it? I want to die just thinking about that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, we get more of like the, the multi hit shit from Makari, the dust cyclone, some cool fucking uh, tech shit from Festus. Athena's mm-hmm. there with rad light weapons doing cool shit. Yep. It's fucking dope. And then Crow shows up, and it's like, yeah, we'll fucking I'm back kill again. you too, I guess. Time to kill some more people. Hey, it's me, the <laughs> villain, I guess, ostensibly. <laughs> oh, what do you mean I've been moved down the car? <laughs> what do you mean I'm the second villain? What? Um, Icarus? That guy sucks. There's, um... Jeez, I don't know. This, um... Hmm. <laughs> That's Thena that is, slicing me into bits. That is an accurate representation of the sound effects. Uh, needs more sonic booms for when Makari shows up to do cool shit. Um, yeah. yeah, good enough. I'll that's take good. it. That's all I got. <coughs> um, have to do. Yes, uh, dick moves, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm short. I'm a kid. I'm gonna stab ostensibly my best friend right in the back. Why? I I, th- I think this has happened in multiple movies. Like I can't think of the other movie where this happened. But it's like, why use the image of someone who the character knows is dead? Yeah, and it's not like she falls for it and like thinks that it's the character. That's what I mean. She's just like, Sprite, come on. <laughs> Using your bullshit. And then, yeah. But it is distracting. It does work in that sense. Sure. She does get stabbed in the back. But you could have just made that anything. You could have <laughs> rocked up as a dinosaur and started talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would have loved that. I would have too. I'll take a dinosaur. It's just a fucking T-Rex. Shows up. <laughs> Great. Out of nowhere. Wearing... Uh, wearing the same costume though. <laughs> wearing Ajax little <laughs> circlet thing <laughs> with Selma Hayek's voice. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's just made this movie infinitely better. That's ten spots in the ranking right there that you've lost. All right, I'm gonna have to do my edit now. <laughs> Add a T Rex with Selma Hayek's voice. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Oh I can't wait. It's It'll gonna be a close second to you. What you say? Gotta figure out the how to <laughs> make how to make computers do things. 
Uh, figure out how to make computers. The rest will come easy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Um, I love when Thena cuts that guy and he like falls apart. Good stuff. Yeah, it's rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tastefully shot too. Yeah. Well, you know <laughs> they any, like, they, they can't they can't do much in a PG thirteen movie. They had a sex scene in this. I mean, uh, yeah, but there's no like, you know, they're just. They kiss a bit, and there's. Hey, hey why were the... they made with bits? They're robots. Uh, going again, again. <laughs> I something I it. also thought about, but can they have as flat as ten dolls and they just kind of rub up against? Can they have babies? So many questions. Uh, mm. So mm. many. Questions. No answers. Never any. No answers. answers. Not from this fucking movie. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, this this movie really does raise more questions than it answers. Um, Tiamat is fucking cool. Mm -hmm. You know how I said I hate things that are way bigger than me that I can't (laughs) possibly fathom the size of? This Mm -hmm. is one of those things. So Mm -hmm. when you see like bits of it popping out, you're like, oh man, he's big. And you realize it's just a finger. You're like, oh man, he's big. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I was at. He is the size of a planet. So... He's fucking massive. Yeah, the revelation that planets are just celestial eggs is a fun one. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, and again, like this, the, the imagery of like the hands and then like the, the head starting to come out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's crowding. Yeah, it's um, crowding. Exactly. And then like the water and the earth itself is like curving in fucked up ways. And, mm-hmm. Oh, it's horrible. I love it. Mm-hmm. Crow impersonates Gilgamesh and attempts to take over Thena's mind, but she, well, yeah, I guess he does impersonate. I mean, he's just he does say some things that yeah. Gilgamesh says. Yeah. Um, she's able to resist him and kills the Deviant. Fastest manages to restrain Icarus and prevent him from using his powers momentarily, but he eventually breaks free and flies away to stop Cersei. However... He is emotionally unable to bring himself to harm her. I like it. This is another thing. He's where it's a just real like, boy now. <laughs> it's just like you've spent this whole movie being like, do oh, it. this is my mission. I can do it. You can uh, do it. Yeah. And it's just like. Just laser her face off right now. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I'm going to help uh, you instead now. Look, one day we'll understand character growth, but it's not today. <laughs> I mean. You know, it, but it's not—it's not like gradual it's just, growth. It's, it's just it's an instant thing that happens. All happened at the very end here. Yes. Um, hey man, what you want this movie to be another fucking half hour long? You want that? If it's got cool action, if it's Makari running and beating people up for another half an hour, <laughs> just randos in the street. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We've got half an hour. We can make this. Uh, we can make this character arc completion feel a bit less rushed. Mm-hmm. We can get Makari beating up more dudes, mm-hmm. and we can get rid of the text crawl at the start. That's yes, a, that's a half hour. There you go. Spent. I think so. I would. I would take that. Two and a half the... hours. Book it. Oh my god. Let's, let's go. Well, oh wait, it's already three hours. Make it three hours. Book it. Make it the same length as Endgame. <laughs> I don't know about that, fam. Uh, okay. 
Uh, where was I up to? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Remembering her time on Earth and the love they shared, he surrenders. Despite this, Cersei still doesn't have enough energy to kill Tiamat. However, suddenly something unites all the Eternals, including Icarus and Sprite, into the uni mind, attaining enough energy to allow Cersei to transform Tiamat's body into marble. Is it marble? I thought it was ice. That's what I thought. It looks like ice. I thought Um, it was ice. Does it really say that? Does it really say that something? Yeah, it just says something. Was that not a conscious thing on all their parts to do the thing? Well, it's the fact that Icarus is a part of it and he doesn't have a ring, right? He doesn't have a thing. I had never thought about that too hard because I was like, oh, good, we're we're wrapping up. (laughs) Yeah, no, Icarus wasn't a part of it, so he, but he still does it, so... Okay, that might be a bit of a fucking plot hole there. Uh, well, it's just not explained. That when the synopsis says something. Yeah. And this is a synopsis that goes pretty blow by blow for the, for a lot of things that it doesn't need to. <laughs> right. Um, guilt-ridden, Icarus apologizes to Cersei before fleeing Earth, flying directly into the sun. Taking Fastest... this a bit too literally. Ah, oh, fucking, I fucking hate it. Is it a bit much? It's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's oh, a little on the nose. Let's take Icarus and fly him into the fucking sun. Ah, oh, <laughs> so clever. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that much of a reaction there, but I okay. It. I hate it so much. <laughs> you must love Deus Ex Human Revolution. Um. I haven't played enough of it to know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, okay. There's a lot of Icarus imagery and flying too close to the sun and such. Well, that's fine. But it's like, when your there's character's lot, name is Icarus. That's Icarus. That doesn't fuck. With an O. God damn it. Fastest <laughs> <clears throat> uh, deduces that it was Tiamat itself that initiated the Unimind. This was always the way for Eternals to survive survived destructions of planets, but this time it resulted in the Celestial's death. So Tiamat helped them kill him? Many questions. Not a single answer. <laughs> Having retained some energy from the Unimind, Cersei fulfills Sprite's wishes and transmutes her into a human to allow her to grow up, which they had to do if they're going to make more of these movies and that young actress is going to be in them. She's a real girl now, but not a real girl. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> they really fucked up pulling them real. You know what I mean? Mm. Two weeks mm. later in South Dakota, Thena, Makari, and Druig depart for space on the Domo. <laughs> I have to go now. My plan is such a weird... Depart for space on the Domo, which had been repaired by Fastus in search for more Eternals and tell them the truth. Back in London, Sprite bids goodbye to Cersei as she moves out with Kingo to attend school. Cersei is out on another date with Whitman when Arisham dramatically appears outside Earth's orbit. For sabotaging Tiamat's emergence, he abducts Cersei, Fastus and Kingo to evaluate their memories memories for a final judgment of the humans, sparing them for now. 
that is one hell of a dramatic entrance. Yeah, it's yeah. like the storm clouds and everything, mm -hmm. and then his eyes show up in the storm clouds, and then yeah. there's the sonic boom that parts the clouds, and then uh -huh. he's just there. And yeah. it makes me think, is everyone in the southern hemisphere seeing his balls? <laughs> <laughs> I want that movie. So like upside down. <laughs> what about if it's just like this uh, like <laughs> what about what about right? There's this movie that comes out. They don't tell you uh, it's a part of the MCU. It's just a movie that just comes out. It's like just a romantic comedy. Just just a fun, ah, ha, 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 fun movie. And then <laughs> right at the end, like, at, I don't know, the, the, the two lovers are like sitting on the beach together and they're like, uh, and they're like looking up at the sky and all of a sudden just balls right there in the sky. <laughs> and then credits. <laughs> That's it. I, I I will say just like the idea that <coughs> two big dangly red legs are just flopping up over the sunrise <laughs> like he's treading water. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> the treading water thing got me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just, just, like... <laughs> yep. just, just pedaling slowly. <laughs> oh man! Oh fuck! That is funny. It really, it really like <sighs> kills the intimidation factor of what's happening in England right now. <laughs> it does. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Uh, so good. Anyway, <sighs> yeah, that's a good Many ending to the movie. No answers. No. Um, yeah, I like this, and they get taken, and yeah, zoom up to space. When will we see them again? Who can say? I don't know. Eternals will return. That's what it says. To tell us. That's what it says at the end. Uh, but we do have Weird that it has like the, the logo. And then text. Yeah, instead of just like That's like all like the other that. ones just have. Although it's text. I'm trying to remember at the end of a Most recent of them have just movie. White text. Yeah, like like at the end of Love and Thunder, I'm pretty sure hmm. it's just white text. But I feel like most of them are. Even when it was Thanos will return, that was just white text on black. Yes, but I'm saying there was a recent one. Yeah, the, I'm trying the, to think. I don't. I don't know. Was that black on white? I feel like it had like special writing for the name of the person. Hmm. Could have. I yeah, I cannot recall. I will have to check on Disney Plus after this. Fairly unimportant. We do have a post credits thing. Whitman later returns oh, to the museum. Yes, we have a couple. Women later returns to the museum and opens a case containing an ancient... Wait, what the fuck? They've switched what? them. They've switched yeah, the scenes in the synopsis. It's fine. Just don't even... It's fine. Fucking hell. Can't even do Read this about right. Walt Whitman. Fucking fandom. Damn you, Walt Whitman. Whitman later returns to the museum and opens a case containing an ancient enchanted sword that once belonged to his ancestors, but is caught off guard by a questioning voice. 
The Eternals Ooh. on the Domo find out about Arisham's kidnapping uh, several days later when their allies fail to respond. Suddenly, Eros, Thanos' brother, and his troll companion Pip teleport onto the ship. Eros reveals he knows where they can find their allies. Okay, many, many questions. Many. Oh, yes not answers absolutely um love love the look of the ebony blade uh Mm -hmm. big fan of sword wrapped in bandages yes especially especially one that's moves like the swords moving and like like ripples a little bit yeah it's good stuff weird like liquid coating it Mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited i really do hope that they do something with black knight and something cool because fuck and then we get Fuck, all the pieces are there. Then we and get blades also there. Yeah, Mahershala Ali's <laughs> voice right there at the end. Now, did you clock that as Mahershala Ali immediately? Because I didn't, but no. I did think it was Blade. I thought it was. I thought it's definitely sounded like Blade. And then yes, it wasn't until a couple of days later where some articles came out that was good, that said that that's Mahershala Ali. So, because right. yeah. yeah. Could not have told you that was his voice. The only time I've heard him speak mm. honestly is in Luke uh, Luke Cage when mm-hmm. he was Cottonmouth. Yeah, uh, and that is not the same voice. Well, he's not he's not doing the voice there, so I could not yeah. tell you. Yeah, but I remember thinking in the moment, oh, I'd be fucking sick if that was Blade. He's an Englishman. <laughs> yeah, that's something I only found out recently, thanks to you. I know. Uh, yeah, I had no idea, but there you go. Um. And then, yeah, the the scene on the Domo, um, Eros, is... Baffling. <laughs> yeah. Harry Styles is here. Well, that is Harry Styles, right? That is Harry Styles, yes. Harry Styles is here. Pat Oswalt's here. <laughs> yes. Pat Oswalt is also Fucking here. weird. Um, um, yeah. So, it says he is Thanos' brother. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. Do, uh, do you think we'll ever get an explanation about why Thanos looks like Grimace? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I don't... This See, this is one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if they'll ever pay off on Star Fox. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the, that's the one thing. This is the one... Oh, actually, no, there's two. There's another... We can talk about it after this, but there's an, okay. another end credit scene recently. That I was like, when, when is that going to be paid off? I have. Are you just saying things now? That's what it feels like. It feels like they're just, oh, throw this character in. We'll see what sticks. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, I really hope the Black Knight thing happens. And Hell yeah, uh, like Star Fox is a weird pull, mm-hmm. uh, especially now that Thanos is dead. Yeah. Um, but also like claiming, yep. Eros is Thanos' brother, also an Eternal. How the fuck does that work? Was Thanos an Eternal? Isn't Thanos a D- deviant? Titan? Uh, he's what? What? Uh... He's. They call him the Mad Titan. Yeah. He's from um, Titan, the planet, or the moon. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's an Eternal deviant. Oh, he is hybrid. Yeah. Oh, in the in the comics. In the comics, is a hybrid. Yeah. Right. See, I don't know. It's it's weird. Part of me thinks that like, oh, this would be a neat explanation as to why he thinks that culling half the universe would be the way to do things because mm-hmm. maybe he's having his mad weary like Thena. Maybe he, right. maybe that's the source of his madness, and mm-hmm. now he's trying to fix it the only way he knows how. Right. I'd be into that 
if you wanted to explain it that way. You could also mm-hmm. not explain it, right. and I guess I'd be fine with that. But yeah. boy, would it raise many questions. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, yeah. I mean, if they'd done Eternals earlier and and it led into, I bet it didn't. So whatever. Um, yeah. So it's just too late. It's just too late to straight. to now be like. Oh yeah, like Thanos, he had like this whole thing. It's like, well, okay, <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, so. it would also like, I don't know if it would humanize, but it would definitely like garner him some sympathy. And I'm not sure that's what you want to do with a genocidal media. <laughs> no. But anyway, now Very strange. Yeah, it's weird. It's a <laughs> weird ending to this very movie. strange movie. Very unique. Weird within the context of... Actually, no, it, it is just kind of weird, huh? Yeah. It's like, it's weird as an MCU movie, but then also as like the prestige film that it's kind of presenting itself as, it's also weird. Right, yeah. So, now... Who is this made for? <laughs> That's the ultimate question <laughs> like, about I, this movie. I like this movie. I yeah. like it a lot. But yeah. who is this made for? <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, this is the... Um, Ang Lee's Hulk of the MCU. Yeah, it's neat, but why is it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, now we come to the Starks and the Stanks. What did we like and not like about Eternals? I can't remember who went first last week. Was it you? I believe it was you. Okay, well, Josh, what is your first Stark? I think that the film has an interesting structure where they show kind of the origin story, but also the reformation of the group mm-hmm. side by side. And it's a good use of, you've got a, a fairly long runtime. Mm-hmm. You want to show a lot of stuff. They use it fairly well to sort of establish the characters, establish their relationships, show how those relationships grow over 5,000 years, mm-hmm. but then also show a fairly compelling, like, getting the team back together mystery story kind of thing in the modern day. Yep. It's, yeah, it's a neat structure. <coughs> and I think they make uh, they make good use of it for the most part. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I do like the structure of the movie. Um, it's it's definitely more interesting than the synopsis makes it out to be, where it's just... Yeah, if you had just shown it all sequentially, that would have yeah. been weirdly paced. Yeah, it would have. Um, yeah, so I agree with that. Um, my first Stark is that this is uh, visually and thematically unique for the MCU. Um, it definitely has its own style, and um, it's uh, it's doing its own sort of it's doing its own thing. It's 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 not really tied to the MCU overall. It is kind of its own story with these different characters kind of like guardians of the galaxy but more serious i suppose um yeah oh yeah definitely more serious yeah um so yeah i I really like that about it i like that it's doing something different um even though it doesn't really quite fit in with everything before it but yeah I i i agree with that i think um i think when the MCU has its best stuff. It's the stuff that you can kind of feel the hand, the, like the, the fingerprints of the author mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Like my favorite stuff, at least you can mm-hmm. tell like, oh yeah, this isn't just a Marvel movie. This is a Sam Raimi movie or yeah. a James Gunn movie or mm-hmm. so on. Um, 
and yeah, this definitely feels so separate to everything else that it's definitely, even if it's not the best MCU movie, it is definitely unique yeah. and distinct. For sure. What is your second stock? My second stock is that I think the story utilizes <laughs> some really good, good twists that sort of play off the expectations of character archetypes. Mm-hmm. Um, Icarus as the Boy Scout Superman, you know, by the books guy being the ultimate like antagonist by the end. Interesting. Not necessarily unforeseen, but uh, I think I think it takes some getting there mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah, no, he's the bad guy. For a while it's definitely like, oh yeah, he's too boring to be the bad guy. That'd be too interesting. <laughs> right. Um, But also stuff like Sprite's been the secondary main character for almost this entire time. She's been backing up Cersei this entire time. They're besties. Mm -hmm. The turn there is like, oh, shit. That's interesting. Neat. Love that. Having the big guy be the, like, tender, caring friend for the, like, baddest bitch on the team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like... I don't know. It's just a good use of characters. They're all varied and interesting and used in interesting ways. I That's pretty much going off mine. Mine's, yeah. yeah. Characters all have their own personalities and attributes that make them unique. It's, um, yeah. Uh, yep. So, Stanks. Stanks. I feel like this was a difficult one to pick Stanks for because... A lot of the things that maybe don't necessarily work within the confines of the MCU aren't things that I don't like about this movie. If that makes sense. What? <laughs> Sorry. Like your um, it... your, your pitch is frozen, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually really good at throwing my voice. <laughs> I'm a ventriloquist on, on the weekends. I'm gonna just try this. Are you there? I am here. Okay, yeah, no. It's, Hello. He's completely frozen. All right. Do you want me to leave and come back? We can give it a go. See what happens. All right. Okay. I'm leaving and I'm coming back. Okay. I'm back. You are back. And yeah. your picture is fixed. Hell That's yeah. good. All right. Love when my picture is fixed. All right. What was your first stank? Uh, so my first stank for yes. Eternals is that mm. uh, the film's quite dark and drab in some places, which mm-hmm. can make the viewing experience in unideal lighting really rough. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's not great. It's definitely dull. Uh, when it's a you shame because have... it's a nice looking movie. Yeah. Um, when when the when it's bright, it's bright and it looks really good. And then when it's dull, it's uh, overly dull, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And if you are watching in a brightly lit room, good luck to you. Mm-mm. Just see your face in the screen while you're eating popcorn. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, I did make popcorn watching <laughs> to watch this movie. I I got I got a uh, long. I need provisions, or else I'm gonna die all the way through. I got a uh, one of you know. I don't know if you've seen the Kmart uh, popcorn makers, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, you sent I, me a photo of it. Yeah, it was, it was like twenty bucks at the op shop, and because uh, you bought that and you forgot to buy popcorn. Yeah, that's the thing. So, but I got popcorn and I made it. Well, good. It was good. It's good popcorn. Hell yeah. Definitely made the movie. We can't list that as a stock. <laughs> better at the beginning. 
and then it was gone. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, my first stank is that uh, sure would have been cool if Makari did more than sit around. Uh, uh, sorry, more than sit inside a ship for the majority of the movie. Because but I she like did steal her. Excalibur. Sure, but also, wouldn't it be cool if she wasn't doing nothing away for most of the movie? Because yeah, uh, pe- whenever Makari's not on screen, people really should be asking, "Where's Makari?" <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> I then agree. It's just, the answer, the answer is she's beating people up, and then it cuts just to yelling shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a bummer. Wonder like where Makari Kleptomaniac came from. <laughs> no. It's a strange choice, but yeah, no, she she has some of the most visually interesting stuff going on in the movie. Yeah. She's quite good in the role. Uh yeah, definitely would have been nice to see her have more to do. Yeah. For sure. What is your second stank? Uh Eternals is long. It's very long. Yep. But it still finds the need for like a text crawl and some of those uh, those character arcs get cut off a little bit shorter. Like mm-hmm. somehow in two and a half hours, certain things still feel rushed. Yes. Like you have this interesting structure that you've made decent use of, but you haven't made the most of the time that you've got. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a bummer. It's the the fuck. Oh God, I hate <sighs> words on a screen. Unless unless it's subtitles, subtitles yeah. are fine. Yeah, but that's if you're gonna start your movie with just fuck. Just... You better have the sickest music behind it. Exactly. You want to put the star like... Star Wars theme. Go for no, it. No, I don't. I, I don't think that would work. You'd need, like, the music in this movie is fine. I think. Uh, yeah, I it's, it's it off the top of my head. Uh, it's, I guess it's the moment that it's on. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the best thing I, I can say about a movie score that isn't like memorable. Mm-hmm. Is one that like I paid no attention to it because it was perfect the way that it was. Right. Yeah. But when it goes above and beyond, that's when it's then it becomes good. memorable and great. Yeah. Yeah, like Home Alone. Sure. <laughs> Icarus flying in the sun's fucking lame as fuck. Was that, I was going to say, is that your second stank? <laughs> that is the most nitpicky shit in the world. <laughs> I hate You're it so wrong. much. It's, it's very on the nose. I hate it so much. I... I okay, so put you in the director's chair. Yep. Uh, Icarus needs to kill himself. Okay. That's just how this movie <laughs> That's just has how it to is. End. He does. He can't live with himself as uh, an eternal who doesn't follow his, you know, his mm. reason for being. Right. He he, but he can't do the thing that he needs to do to be an eternal. So he needs mm. to die. How do you okay. do it? Um. Look in a mirror. And blast your own face off. I don't know if his laser eyes work that way, but I mean, I'd pay to see it. 
<laughs> um, can Cyclops blow his own face off if he looks in the mirror? I don't know. Again, like, have did the optic blasts get reflected by mirrors? I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you. This really depends on the type of like heat vision you got going on. I feel like I've seen comics where like Superman's lobotomized himself with his heat rays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know what? Sure, let's just let Icarus <laughs> blast his own face off. Face off. Yeah, face off. And then face there's flash off. And then um, Nicholas Cage is just there. Yeah, as Ghost Rider, with his face off. <laughs> All right. Nobody's got faces in this world anymore. <laughs> Let us now rank this movie in rank the this MCU. <laughs> I feel like that's what you were going to say. <laughs> it's motion you know, picture. That, that, Let's put it somewhere. That quote of yours that is mm-hmm. so iconic. Let's rank this bitch. Yeah. All right, let's see. I have the list, the mm-hmm. ranking here. Currently, let's go. Number one, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Number two, Thor: Ragnarok. Number three, Avengers: Endgame. Number four, Iron Man: Three. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Avengers: Infinity War. Number seven, <laughs> Captain America: Civil War. Number eight, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number nine, Garden- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Number ten, you almost you Avengers. must do Aaron there. I almost did an Aaron. Gang, gang, gang. Uh, Black Panther, Captain America the First Avenger, Loki, WandaVision, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, What If, Iron Man, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Black Widow, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor the Dark World, and at number 29, Iron Man 2. I believe I put Shang-Chi on here first last week, so you're up. Yeah. What after Tell me on Eternals. Yeah, hell. the hard one. <laughs> this is hard. I'm trying to think yeah. of, I'm trying to think of where you would put it. No, 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 don't, don't think about me. Think about you. No, I have we'll to. Because I'm like, would he go this high or would he go this low? Here's, here's the thing, right? Mm is I haven't thought about where I'm placing this at all. Okay. So I'm as open to suggestion okay. as I've ever been. Here's how, how this is going to work for me. Okay. I'm going to suggest where I think it should go based on what I think you would put above it. Okay. Okay. Because you like people with fish bowls on their heads. Are you suggesting that I would put it above Black Widow but under Spider-Man Far From Home? That's where I think you would put it. That's a good starting point. Which is number 22. Sure. I'll take your word for that. Uh, Is that where you want to keep it? Myself? Hmm. I don't think it's... It's not better than Iron Man. I don't it's think. It's not better than Iron Man. Really? I don't think it belongs above Iron Man. In the okay. context of the MCU, 
I don't I don't think it belongs above Iron Man. It is mm. a very good movie. It is well made. It has a lot going for it. It's well made, it's well written. But it also has a lot against it. I don't know that it does. It like it's got some silly shit going against it. I'm just talking about like when will any of this pay off? A lot of it feels like it's going nowhere. But I I know I know we've let that affect some rankings on here previously, especially mm-hmm. the things that are super connected. But because this thing is such its own entity, I am almost inclined to be like it's it's place in the MCU should not affect where it is on this ranking. You wanna you wanna rank this as a motion picture, not yeah, just as an MCU merit. movie. Yeah. Well, in that case, like something some things you just can't get away from that on stuff like your Avengers movies, stuff like the series that tie directly into other things, things mm-hmm. that are already part of a series. It's hard to get away from that as a ranking point, right? But because this is so much its own thing, mm-hmm. I feel fine. You know, it we're taking it into account for sure, but like, it's not a deal breaker for me. Okay. Well then, if okay. Personally, take you out of the equation. Please do. I, this is what I wanted from the start. Um, I would put this at number twelve. At number twelve, which would put it above First Avenger, below Black Panther. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I like all the characters. Yeah. Doesn't really, this movie doesn't really have a main villain. It has an anti, it has multiple antagonistic forces. Right. But to say that it has a villain would be too strong. Yeah. It's just like things that are in the way. Um, yeah, there's there's roadblocks, but n- yeah. not a, a strong villain, so to speak. So I can't be like, well, Captain America has a better villain because... it's He's a Nazi super scientist. <laughs> I think that's like the ideal villain. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, like, you're comparing something really good to something that's non-existent. That doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, I, I'll take the really good thing. Thanks. Okay, all right, well... Um, I'll right. tell you what I won't. I would never have Eternals on in the background while I'm like. You know doing what? Now, now I'm now. Mm, I wouldn't put this above Loki. Really? Okay, because I was happy like shifting it down under First Avenger mm-hmm. and keeping it above Loki. But if you want to go under Loki, then I th- I would put this I- above One Division below Loki, number fourteen. Hmm. Because again, now, if we're if we're ra- if we're ranking this based on the quality of the writing, the directing, the acting, I think Loki is a a more well made thing than this. I think it's definitely a, a more consistently made thing. Yeah, uh, well made. Sure, that's I mean, probably more look, to interpretation. It, Eternals but... it looks pretty. 
uh, like they they did a thing. They were like, we're going to go to real locations. We're not going to use so much green screen. It it's it's doing that, but also and it definitely has this like big picture vibe. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, it, it has an air of importance that mm. comes across in the visuals and the actual filmmaking of it. In saying that, though, Loki, like from like the production design and everything, I would say is way above Eternals. Like the <laughs> yeah, sure. The, Set design, costume design, a lot of the aesthetics of it. Yeah, like the TVA has a more cohesive feel. Like everything about the TVA is is, I would say, is above Eternals. Like the the inside of the Domo is pretty boring looking. Sure. Um, a lot of their costumes are very like they're all the same costume but in different colors. Yeah. Let's just put circles on everything. It's there's a lot of there's a lack of imagination, I think, with yeah. some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, to that end, I would maybe push for one division above it. All right, let's see. If that only then. because. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm fine with that. Kind of justified and everything. Yeah, I just think like in terms of being like a a, a crafted piece of art, mm-hmm. one division's got so much cool shit going on. Yeah, uh, in in an attempt to make it emulate a lot of different styles of fucking sitcom mm-hmm. stuff, I think that maybe elevates it for me. Yeah, it definitely has a weaker ending when it goes all MCU and does the action stuff. When it goes all MCU and does action stuff, Eternals fucking knocks it out of the park. Yes, it does so much better than I ever expected it to. I you I... walk into Eternals and think, man, I'm gonna see some sick action. I really didn't. I didn't know what I was going to get either. when I walked into this movie. Um, but yeah, but also like I would rather watch the last episode of WandaVision than the first half hour of this of Eternals. Um, That's fair. It's it takes so long. It's to also get a going. much. It's also a much quicker watch. You could watch pretty much all of WandaVision mm. in what <laughs> it would feel like less time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. you know how you were saying, oh yeah, no, this this movie needs to be as long as Endgame. Endgame doesn't feel that long. Endgame fucking flies past. It does so much stuff. Parts happening. of this, I don't want to say that parts of this drag that feels mm. disrespectful, but it, this movie feels every bit of two and a half hours. It does. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, are we are we happy with fifteen? Is it better than Ant Man? I think it's better than that. I think it's. I think it's got more going on stylistically. Yeah. It feels like a, like a like a better piece of the craft, yes. so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I agree. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So a bit of a, a better piece of. That's like film. A, a little piece of the craft, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So, uh, we'll lock in Eternals at that is fifteen, right? Number fifteen for the Eternals on our list. Right of- between. Look at that, the halfway, the halfway point. Look at that. Yeah. 15 out of 30. Well above, well above the point of, hey, this is pretty good. Uh, and yeah. into the realms of, this is quite good. <laughs> pretty good and quite good, apparently. Are my That's my metric. The next <laughs> one up is really good. <laughs> All right. This is a great system you've got going. And then the next one is great. <laughs> wow. All right. No, no, wow is for the top three. <laughs> Here we go. This is our list now. 
up until Eternals. I'm not going to read all of them. Uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Thor Ragnarok. Avengers Endgame. Iron Man 3. Guardians of the Galaxy number 5. Avengers Infinity War. Captain America Civil War. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The Avengers at number 10. Black Panther. Captain America the First Avenger. Loki. WandaVision. And our new number 15, Eternals. It's done a lot better than I like expected it to. Yeah. But honestly, it's a much better movie than I ever expected it to be. So Yeah, I I, I guess that makes sense. Like I said, when I walked out of it the first time, I was like, that was pretty good. And I had about the same reaction this time, but also more of an appreciation because I'd seen it already, so I knew what was coming. And Yeah, uh, sure. It's not just a catching you by surprise thing now. It's like, oh that's genuine good yeah i'm not i'm not just reeling from like low expectations being subverted <laughs> right. this is actually pretty good yeah it is a well-made movie and uh and like a, i think i said this last week but like i'd rather i'd rather watch a movie that has a vision that's unique uh that's just over a movie that's just like uh by the numbers and uh, like yeah like Avengers, yeah, honestly, which is funny because Avengers is quite high, but that one is a movie where we kind of have to take the importance of it in the MCU, uh, yeah, as a thing, right? It is what it is. It was the, it was the first of its kind. Crazy. So that is Eternals at number fifteen. Next week we will be watching Hawkeye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to everybody. Gonna be, I'm going to find my Santa hat. I'm going to wear it for the podcast. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yep. I'll be definitely. here with my Hawkeye sound. You expect so many of those sound effects during Hawkeye. There are swords, so I do expect to hear swords clashing. Mm-hmm. So. There's arrows as well. I don't know about the lasers, though. No. Mm, uh... Any thoughts on Hawkeye before we uh, before we tap out? Great show, big fan. Yeah, cool, good. I like that show I like a lot. A lot. Mm. I like uh, I like all the characters that show up. Considering it's fucking Hawkeye, it's like <laughs> think about be as good as, think but. about like the the characters that show up in Hawkeye mm-hmm. and where they're going, where they're going to be next. Yeah, see, this feels like one that we kind of have to talk about the impact on the yeah. MCU as a whole. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, should be good. Should be good. And then uh, the week after that, we will be rewatching No Way Home. Oh, it's been a while. I've only ever watched it the once. Same. I watched it in cinemas and... Well, we'll talk about it when we talk Had about it. Had some thoughts. <laughs> Gotta say... I'm something of a film reviewer myself. Maybe maybe people overrated it a little bit. Maybe. But we'll see how I feel second go around. Yeah. But next week, Hawkeye. Yep, so, very excited for that. We'll see you then. Thank you so much for I watching. Hawkeye. Hawkeye will be here. Well, he won't be here, but... We'll talk oh, about it. Oh, I was really excited to meet you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jeremy Renner won't be here. Damn it. 
Uh, couldn't get him. House. Couldn't get him. But um, I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, who could who could we get for no who way? Do you home? think we could get <laughs> no way home? Um, could we get um, Tom Holland's brother? <laughs> no, I don't think we get him either. Damn it! Oh, the bar's so low, and we're still how low our could on we it. go? <laughs> The lowest. Who's the lowest ranking member of the crew? Maybe just like um, someone who was an extra for one scene. Yeah, sure. Someone just in the background. You can see like their shoulder in it in one shot. (laughs) Not even the full face, just a shoulder. Just a shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Can we get? Were there any dummies used? Oh, maybe. Surely there was a dummy used at some point. Maybe one of the sandbags they use for the lights. Can we just get a bag of sand and say that it's Sandman? Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see you then, but Hawkeye first. <laughs> Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Dank, dank, dank. Genius billionaire playboy. You dank, you dank. 